Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope your week is going well, and we're going to try to make it a bit better with some fun Disney talk. And of course, it is Wednesday, so it's time for your listener questions. Pam and Ricky join me today, and we get some great questions about what to expect on the boardwalk over at Disney's Boardwalk Resort on Halloween night. Will there be trick-or-treating this year? We talk about what we think might happen and kind of what might happen resort-wide on Halloween night. We also get a question about the best walks around Walt Disney World. Where's a great place to take a walk with your coffee, maybe at daybreak, to just kind of disconnect and enjoy the beauty of Walt Disney World in the morning or in the evening at Walt Disney World. Also, visiting the Magic Kingdom on Halloween Day or November 1st. Good idea or bad idea this year? We talk about that and... What about if it rains during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? How can you save the party and still have a great time? These questions and more coming your way on today's show. As always, our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons who support us. We can't thank you enough for that. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. You can support us starting at just $5 a month. And you'll get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. Again, come on over and support us this week. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2369 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope your week is going well. We're so glad you're here. We're going to be answering your listener questions over the next 40 minutes or so. So sit back, relax, just like you're on the love boat which I was watching earlier today. And we're talking about in the pre-show, how awesome would it be if you're on your next Disney cruise, you're down in evolution or the tube or, you know, whatever the adult area is on, on your ship. What Pam, what was it on the wish? I forget. I, I can't remember the name of the club. Cause it's not in the back bottom of the it's ship. Luna. I'm used to that. Luna. Yeah, it is. Luna. Luna. Yeah. You're there. And all of a sudden, they just call out a random guest like, hey, w- would you please do a number for us? Oh, sure. I'm ready. I, I have my number prepared. That'd be awesome. But, you know, we, we can all dream. But uh, today, we've prepared our number, and our number is to answer your listener questions. So joining me today, it's a terrible intro, but that's what we do after 2,369 shows. We have Ricky from the themouseforless.com. What's up, Ricky? Happy Wednesday. Know what to say about any of this, so <laughs> you don't watch the Love Boat channel on no, Pluto TV enough. I don't watch the Love Boat channel. I've actually never seen a single episode of the Love Boat, Dude, and it's free. I don't plan- it's a free app. It's I, no, I, I have like we have a channel that airs on my satellite dish that has me TV on it. I still don't watch the Love Boat, like, it's just not gonna happen. So Captain Subing, one of the top Captain Subing, Captain Subing, seriously, one of the great top five greatest Americans of all time. Okay, for sure. Uh, Sure. 
Whatever you say, Mike. Oh, man. He should not read. I mean, th- if they were going to chisel a fifth American out of Mount Rushmore, it'd be Captain Stubing. For no, sure. Absolutely. So, no. I mean, dude but, could pull um, off a like a, a, a sailor's uniform. Like, I mean, dude, he, he went around with those shorts. I mean, I don't think they could do single that. Single dad raising single his daughter dad, on a Vicky, ship. Exactly. I mean, raising a daughter on a ship. I mean, dude, I'm raising a daughter at that age, and it's about to kill me. I couldn't imagine doing it on a cruise ship. I'm doing it on land, and it's almost <laughs> killing me. I mean, with 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 a parent, you know, with my wife, like seriously, I mean, he, and he's driving a ship at the same time. I mean, charges. Right. Six, I mean, they say it's a huge ship; it only holds six hundred. They talk about that all the time. I'm like, that's like a little boat at the, this point. But I mean, he's got to deal <laughs> with Gopher and Isaac. I mean, they all got all kinds of problems. Docks hitting on everybody. It's just, it's insane. The but size the, of those cabins, too, dude, like as big like, as my house. <laughs> I'm surprised they are. They can even get 600 people on that ship for as big as those staterooms. They are. have typewriters. <laughs> anyway, Ricky, you got to get on it. We're gonna. Th- can I, I join the Love Boat podcast? I, I'm a hey, today. I, I don't I, understand what just happened. I used to be a teacher. I'm gonna be. You're gonna get a book report assigned to you shortly. I know. Bob. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm good uh thanks for the offer uh i'm glad you enjoy love boat i have other things to watch so oh, man. <laughs> see this is why this is why i do every morning when i settle in it's my comfort food for the soul oh like goodness. i just put it on and start working oh. in the office i have other things to watch we're good oh, we're good because you don't have to concentrate it just soothes your soul yeah i get that like i have shows that i don't concentrate to <laughs> as well it's not the love boat so <laughs> all right also joining us my fellow uh, Princess Cruise fan, there we have Pam Forrester, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel. What's going on, Pam? Happy Wednesday. It is this like love boat talk, truly. Um, what just happened here? <laughs> I know. I can't believe you've never seen it. I've never it really seen a single is. episode. Well, here, let me, let me stop. Here, here's the weird thing. Pam will probably appreciate this. I used to sit down and watch that like at my, with my grandparents like on Saturday nights when I was a kid. And now that I look yeah. back, I'm like, and I mean, my parents, like I grew up in a Baptist, I mean, my, my dad was a deacon. He still is. My grandpa was when he was alive. Like we were in a very conservative household. And I mean, I'm like, they let me watch that. You know, of course oh, everything was over my head, right? you know, but I'm yes. like, I mean, cause it wasn't like blatantly, you know, like wild. Well, it went I mean, over your of, head probably oh, yeah. a lot. Oh yeah. Everything yeah. did. But I'm like, dude, some of that stuff was racy. <laughs> Oh, we did Love Boat followed by Fantasy Island, I think. Oh, yeah, and like, I too. Both of those. I'm like, what was happening here? Like, this would have definitely had a warning at the beginning. I'm, oh going to say. I'm like, I don't think it's going to say mature audiences, but there's going to be some. It's a TV 14 for sure. 100% yeah. TV 14 at least. Yes, there's, there's going to be something. There's going to be. Um, certain situations that are going to be called out. There's going to be, yeah, yes. yes. Oh my goodness, sure. that's funny. Oh, it's- those were the days. Those were the days. Oh my gosh! All right, let's get the listener questions. We'll uh, maybe we'll do a spinoff uh, Love Boat uh, podcast someday, but uh, we'll see. All right. <laughs> they can watch an episode. <laughs> Oh my god! That's what we'll do. We'll we'll oh, like we all watch an episode together. Dude, the best ones are the Christmas ones. They do. They touch my heart. Oh. There's one of with any of any show. Yes, but the Christmas love boats. Oh my gosh! There's one where the I. Oh man, he's a famous actor, and they go to this this uh, Mexican little orphanage, 
and but the guy is like an angel, but then he turns into an angel on the Christmas tree. Like, it, it, <laughs> dude, I cry every time I see it. They show up like once a week. I'm like, stop. I'm, <laughs> oh, anyway, you, I got to find it. Have to, we'll have to, we should watch it right Christmas week. Like, we should all watch it together, right? Because we could do it on here probably. Anyway, all right. Kevin's got a question. <laughs> hey, Mike and crew, I'm sorry. The sidetracked. I hope all's We're well. We're almost done with the sidetrack. <laughs> no, all this right. was the only track. Got right, it. We'll Perfect. see you later. We'll cool. see you later. Uh, thanks for putting out so many quality episodes every week. I apologize for this one, Kevin. <laughs> was this quality? Because I don't know if that was. I don't know if you're going to feel that way now, but no. awesome. Yes. He says, my family and I used to be annual pass holders. However, we didn't renew in August of 22. I've been trying to talk my wife into purchasing APs again, but it hasn't really gone so well. But we're headed down the week of Halloween, and I'm hoping that all the feels and nostalgia will make her want to upgrade our tickets to APs. I have a few questions. Number one, in the past, Boardwalk has had trick-or-treat stations on Halloween night. Do you know if that's still happening? Ricky, any, any word? No, I mean, no word on if that's going to happen or not. Um, I, you won't know until you get to the resort. Uh, if I don't know where they're staying either. But um, if they do offer, um, you know, the resorts do tend to offer like special things on special days, all the resorts. But, you know, it just depends, you know, on the resort as well as the year and stuff like that of what they end up offering for guests. So there's no way to know like what the the resort will actually be offering on Halloween. Um, I know a lot of times they'll have characters come dressed up as, you know, um, other characters, you know, cause they're dressed in their Halloween attire. Um, but I don't know if they'll be doing any kind of church trading at, you know, any of the resorts. Um, and there's really no way to find out until you get there and you look at that, you know, guide that they have. So I agree. I mean, that's kind of how you look at it. And Pam, I mean, what I will say though, I mean, cause you can't, we can't guarantee this could happen, but I will say like, as a, is an observation over, I would say, post, you know, 2020 parks reopening, but especially over the past probably 12 months, the resorts are offering a lot of kind of surprise and delight kind of experiences for guests more than I've ever seen since I've been going to Walt Disney World. So this could happen. Yeah, yeah I agree <clears throat> with that. And I think, too, like even in like when we were, you know, before 2020, this kind of information is not something that Disney like puts out no. like, before. It's really kept very close to the vest. Um, and I'm sure it will depend on, you know, the cast members they have available and things like that. But you're right, Mike, like the characters showing up at the resorts, that was something that just didn't happen or Absolutely. occasionally maybe at a deluxe resort. But I've seen characters at all of the resorts, mm -hmm. be it um, value resorts, moderate resorts now. So I think they're really infusing a lot of the, you know, Disney magic at the resort when possible. So it's really nice to see. I'm glad to see disney doing it and um it'll be interesting to see if it continues and here's the thing i'm observing too is that you know i get to I, i'm very fortunate i get to work with a lot of guests at the magic for less and and because of the relationship that i have with my guests which i'm very lucky is that a lot of times when they come back they'll shoot me in you know an email and say mike you know it's got back and then they give me a few highlights and sometimes they send me pictures <laughs> i feel like i'm like the uncle mike or something you know and they let me know how it went and I over I've seen this so many times. The highlight of, of many of this tri these trips 
are a lot of times characters at the hotels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm seeing a trend. It's, you know, of course I'm seeing pictures of the characters like, you know, Anna and Elsa in Norway and, and so forth and, you know, ride photos. But I'm almost like a lot of times because the guests are surprised by this. You know, they're not expecting to see a character at Coronado Springs or a character at Pop Century that just you know, comes around the corner or an interaction in the, I think we had this on Monday's podcast with a guest where they were, you know, they had to kind of wait in the lobby for a while because that was their checkout day and they had a late, like a late afternoon or evening flights. So they're just kind of hanging out before they went to the airport and bam, Chippendale pop out and start playing oh, with their kids like randomly. And that was the memory that we talked about on the podcast, you know, like we could have talked about all kinds of stuff that happened for a week at Walt Disney World, and we spent five minutes about this core memory that was made because Chippendale popped out after the trip was basically over, hanging out in the lobby at Caribbean Beach. You know, so I think I that stuff that. is is great. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, long story, it could happen. I mean, it'd be a great thing, and I think it's up. You know, I think the, you know, kind of looking at the how this thing, how these things happen. Scott and I talk about this a lot. I think it's probably to the hotel managers, how they spend their budgets yeah. and how they want to, you know, allot their funds to, to better the resort itself. Yeah, I think French Quarter exactly really right. does a good job with that. French Quarter seems to really nail like giving out like mm -hmm. goodies on special holidays and like beads and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Number two, do you think crowds at the Magic Kingdom will be low on October 31st and or November 1st since there are Halloween parties these nights and the park closes early? Pam, would you go there on Halloween day in November 1st, seeing how the parks will be sold out, guaranteed, those two nights for Mickey's Not So Scary? I mean, I would go to a park, I think. Um you know, I, I think that there will be a lot of guests there. Some will be attending the party and some will not. I think that there are lots of great things to do around the resort too. But I think I would go. If I were there, I, I wouldn't want to not be in the park, I think. Um, so I, I think I would go. I don't know. What about you guys? Would you go? Yeah, I think, I mean, as long as I think if you have a park hopper, I would absolutely go to the Magic Kingdom, you know, one of those two nights. I think that would be a no brainer because um, then you could hop to another park, which probably would end up being Epcot, to be perfectly honest. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that I would go as well. You know, it's, it's a fun it's a fun atmosphere, even if you're not going to the party. I mean, you know, you get the the pumpkins and stuff like that all on Main Street and everything. So it's a really fun atmosphere to, to experience. I, I think I think I would. Yeah, I think I would. And and my guests that are going, you know, this season that have gone and come back and that have gone on days where there's parties, they've said it's it's a win. You know, they're all like, yes, that was a good advice. Like we went, there was a party that night and we got so much done. The only thing you're sacrificing is you're not in the park during the, you know, the evening hours when it's when it's dark and, you know, you don't get that kind of atmosphere and stuff like that. But they're like, oh, the crowds were low. It was awesome. Like, you know, people uh, yeah. people avoided it. So they got the, they got kind of the run of the park for, you know, 75 percent of the time. It is. And I think that's what we've seen lately. I don't know that that used to be the case. I think, though, lately we've really seen that happening. And I love to be able to say to people, I would go that day. I mean, I really would. Um, I wouldn't avoid it. All right. Now, we got a question here from Lane, who's tuned in live on YouTube as we record. And he says, quick uh, three-round draft. Maybe we probably won't do a three-round draft, but he's asking about 
best walks on Disney World property. And I like this because you know what? Walt Disney World has some amazing places just to take a walk, especially Scott is Scott does this every morning, like the beginning of his trips. I mean, runs are the same thing. I mean, it's just basically a walk where you're just doubling up. <laughs> you're just going a little faster, I guess. But I mean, if you don't just get up and just kind of just walk around, maybe you grab a cup of coffee and walk with it or take a podcast with you. You don't have to do that. You can disconnect. But I mean, there's so many great places just to just to walk around to kind of start your day. And I've always said this. Walt Disney World at sunrise is awesome. When you get to see the resort come alive any day, it, any of the 365 days of the year, it's incredible. Seize it. It's so it's like a cruise, right? You got to see a sunrise on a cruise. You got to see it at Walt Disney World too. It's just cool to see the daybreak at, at, at Walt Disney World. So Ricky, where would, where would you, where, where's like an awesome place to take a walk on property? I mean, I know that when we sometimes do walks, Brian and I will do the walk from like Epcot to Hollywood Studios. So, you know, because that's got, a, you can take many different paths. Um, so you can go the boardwalk route or you can go the route past, you know, the um, the the um, beach club and the yacht club. And then, you know, you walk around along the river, um, the waterway. Um, and it's just, it's a great walk. Um, and it's a pretty decent walk too. So you definitely are getting your steps in there, I feel like. Um, so I, I, I think that's a great, a great walk that you can take. Now, I don't love doing it in the middle of, you know, July in the summer, uh, and in the middle of the afternoon, which I've done before, uh, but it's, uh, not recommended on that, but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, morning or evening, definitely a good time to take that walk. Absolutely. I mean, my walks are always like before the sun comes up, you know, or, you know, right as sunrise, you hopefully kind of wrapping up as the sun kind of comes up. What about you, Pam? Where, where's your favorite kind of walk? I do love the whole, um, you know, that boardwalk, um, the whole, that whole area. I think the boardwalk yacht club beach club is a great area. I also really like the walk between the Polynesian and the grand Floridian, although that's not that long of a walk, but you can walk all the way to the magic kingdom at this point too, which I think is a great location too. But I think the other thing to note is there are, Around um, Hourglass Lake, especially now yes. the Skyliner is there, that's mm. gorgeous, like really gorgeous. And if you're up early enough, the Skyliner isn't even running. So it's like that whole area is sort of very glassy. Um, you know, it's just so still that that area looks beautiful, but it's stunningly beautiful. So. And I will say, and I mean, I don't know why I only see them there because, I mean, it's a big sky and it's not like it's just Pop Century and Art of Animation sky. It's <clears throat> kind of all Central Florida sky. But about 50% of the time when I run uh, Hourglass Lake over there, I see hot air balloons in the morning. Like I tend That's to funny. see them yeah. there, but I don't see them anywhere else. And I mean, it's like they're not just over there, but yeah, I guess maybe it's it's because, you know, it's more open. Because you're right at the edge of property right there, really, because you're right next to I-4. If you, yeah. Just, right, you know, so you're probably like looking out where there's no obstructions. But I tend to, if you're right at, because I think that's when they take the balloons up, it's right at daybreak. And it's really pretty. Because like you say, I mean, you get to see the sunrise really well, some hot air balloons. Because you don't want to see a whole lot of hot air balloons around here. So that's kind of a novel thing. That's kind of cool. So my one I would suggest at daybreak is just to walk around Riverside and French Quarter, boom, right along the Sasagula River. 
when you get to walk along that river before that, there's there's always a first boat that comes down from, uh, usually it comes down from the springs towards Riverside and it'll break the the river. So before that boat goes, and I've, I know because I've seen this many times because where I run when I stay every morning and that water is just like a sheet of glass and it is so awesome for pictures because you know as that sun's coming up you get this this great reflection of everything and it is just because i love just taking pictures everywhere and you know you got all those great colors at french quarter because when you go to french quarter and you're walking from riverside you get really good shots of those buildings and the french quarter buildings are just a bunch they're so colorful right because they, they it's are. like a it's like a random color palette you know like the doors don't have any kind of pattern to them you know they're all just randomly i guess that's how they are in new orleans i've never been there but it's you know it's just it's just it's beautiful in like a really random kind of you know way it's got its own beauty there with the wrought iron and everything and the the fountains and everything but then you got this this glassy river and the the lanterns right there still in effect because you know it's just daybreak that path yeah. kind of like gives it some gives it some direction in your picture and then of course you got the mansions and of course i i'm a fan of spanish moss down in alligator bayou at riverside so it's it's kind of spooky right before it uh we talked about that before the sun breaks uh, down there so I, yeah i love walking around riverside and french quarter it's a good question that's fun okay we got a question here from and also uh len said crescent lake so he agreed with mm -hmm. pam uh michelle says headed down to the world tomorrow Ding. Have fun. Uh, best way to do Mickey's not so scary Halloween party if it rains. I need Mike's no rain vibes. Okay, hang on. I gotta give her a dance. Okay, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> oh not gonna help. Uh, dance. Uh, you know, just they say dance in the rain. Uh, yeah. I, I, I yeah, can check the weather channel. Um, and I got my phone on Do Not Disturb, and it's on this new charger thing. So, uh, I haven't checked the forecast, but. Ricky, you've been there. I know. I remember from way back in the day, you did a Mickey's Not So Scary. You were super excited for it and it poured. It was, it was, yeah. It was, <laughs> was uh, a one of the first a long time ones. ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a very long time ago. And yeah, it sure did pour. It poured so much that and it, it, this can or can't happen. Like, you know, it, it depends on how bad it pours. But when I went, it poured so bad that they actually gave us tickets to come back to another yeah. party. So like, that's how bad it was that night. Um, that's not something that they tend to offer, you know, all the time, most of the time. Uh, but it was it was definitely one of those like, complete rain out parties. Uh, they did still do uh, one of the parades, I think. And we, I got to see the fireworks, but like I'm standing in the rain with an umbrella, you know, stuff like that. So make sure you have an umbrella and a poncho. Uh, those are going to be two very big key things to do. Yeah, so real, um, quick, real quick, your umbrella, umbrella, I'm kind of poncho because I don't like to carry it, but yeah, no, I don't ideal. like the sticky feeling of poncho. Personal song. Personal song. Exactly. It's not okay to me. Um, I'd rather be somewhat wet and then be in a sauna. Uh, it's not okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I'm going to go with that. Um, they will, a lot of times, they will still offer, you know, the parade 
Um, it might be a modified version of the parade. So you may not see, you know, everything. They may not do the, you know, the headless horseman, that kind of stuff. It just kind of depends. Um, they will, I've heard they have a modified version of the, um, Hocus Pocus show, um, as well. So if it does rain, I mean, you still get to see the show, but it might be modified. Um, and then they usually do still do the fireworks, even in the rain, unless there's like lightning and stuff like that. They may have delays of stuff, um, but they, you know, will still tend to do that. So, you know, just go put your poncho or umbrella up and on and go have fun, you know, splash around in the rain, uh, get candy. Um, you know, it's still a good time. Uh, you're just a little, you know, wet. <laughs> Bring rain galoshes. <laughs> well, I mean, so she has both packs. She's got her ponchos pack. She's got an umbrella. I mean, that's, that's really all you can do, you know, and the thing is don't stress about it because you can't control the weather. That's, exactly. that's my best advice. I know that doesn't really help, but I mean, really... No it's a mindset thing. And I would say, you know, the rain's going to draw the crowds away, but I mean, everybody's paid for that ticket. They're going, right. you know, I mean, That's let's be true, realistic. Yeah. They may leave early though. So if you true. can end up staying the rest of be the hardy. night, like, yeah. You might have a really empty uh, kind of experience by the end of the night for that, sure. That's so, a good point. That's a good point. If you can, you know, like, yeah, like ride it, stay dry as long as you can, because like you never know. It could I stop think, raining at like 10 and then you could have yeah. two hours of like dry. Part a lot of people percent. leave after the the, uh, the fireworks um, in those instances. So if you can, you know, hang out, you know, after that, you're probably golden. I don't know, Pam, what, should you bring something maybe to keep your candy dry? Because, I mean, uh, oh, yeah. like a, some, I don't know what you would, like maybe a second like bag. A, like a wet dry bag or something. Yeah, like, exactly. like, that's gold. I mean, that's why you go. Yeah, <laughs> why it's like your, it's, I agree. your pirate's booty. And I think it's just, it's just a matter of navigating. Like, there are times in almost every rain where you have really heavy downpours and then something that's just sort of a light annoyance and mm -hmm. have like a plan for if it's really a downpour at certain times because usually that downpour doesn't last that long so if you right. could do like a tiki birds then run over to pirates of the caribbean and you know sort of do something like that that may be a good strategy but yeah like ricky i like the umbrella i just think that it that's just more comfortable for me. Um, I totally understand not wanting to drag all that around, but it's just the way we sort of end up, you know, doing it. Um, and it is fun. And, uh, you know, they're absolutely right. There will be guests who leave early or don't come, even though they paid for the right. ticket. I can't I imagine. I cannot who... imagine. That is great. Oh, uh, you need oh, to realize. Yes, there will definitely yeah. be guests who won't go. Yeah. That is, uh, that is, I can't believe that. That's <laughs> true, though. Oh, it's definitely true. So, yeah, there will be guests. So it probably will not be as heavily attended. Um, so, yeah, it's it's um, it's a challenge, I will say, at different times, especially when, you, you know, you plan for this and you want to do it, but just go and have a fun. Your attitude is what makes yes. things like yes. this. Like 90% of it is your attitude. I will be honest. And mm -hmm. we've seen guests have horrible trips and they come back and tell us about them. And I just think to myself, oh, there's so much you could have done to turn this right. around, but you just didn't. And I empathize because I totally get, you know, when you're planning a trip, it's, it's very different, but 
I'm telling you, we've had fun in every kind of weather, even uh, sleeting, freezing yep. weather. So yeah. we've been <laughs> you there. will too. And remember, if you if you get caught in a downpour, I've said this a couple of times on the show. Like once you get to a certain point of wet, you're gonna you're not getting any more wet. So exactly. just embrace it in this roll. I mean, you're you know you're you're not getting any more wet. So just go have fun with it. I mean, you're going to dry <laughs> off eventually when you get back to the hotel. You might want to, I mean, you might want to bring a second set of shoes or maybe even a second set of clothes, toss it in a locker at the beginning of the party. And then you have, you know, something to, I know they're expensive, but I mean, that way later on you have something to swap out if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't do it, but I mean, it's something to think about. And Len says, you know, a good real-time weather app used to be Dark Sky. That's now integrated into the Apple um, built-in uh, weather app that'll give you like, it's going to rain because it's very hyper local. So it'll say like, if you're in the magic kingdom, it should start raining here in like seven minutes. I mean, I'd like to do see something it. with the radar. Cause yeah, I do yeah, not trust. Too. I don't I trust to see with my own, yeah, okay. in my own eyes. Yeah. So, yeah so, I, I, I paid like 25 bucks for like this, this radar app that they use. Our guy on TV uses in St. Louis, like our, our Ken Earhart guy. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm so whenever we're at like a sporting event or anything, everybody turns to me like I'm like, I'm the meteorologist, right? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this thing's gonna, it's going to nick us, man. We're going to get we're going to get nicked. OK, so be ready. I have approximately 12 minutes like I'm the National Weather Service, like sitting <laughs> yes. in the stands. So, yeah, that's a good this one. This is what I need. We have trust issues. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Crocs. Crocs be good. I mean, if you want to, uh, that's, yeah. that's a choice. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, I wear Crocs too. Uh, Carrie's got a question. Been listening to your podcast for a while and really enjoy the show. Love the back and forth between everyone and living with three boys and a basketball coach husband. The sports references help to make my Disney obsession tolerable for the rest of the family. See, look at that. She likes a little sports talk. And God bless her. She's got three boys and a basketball coach. That's right. pretty good. I have a quick question about the Fantasmic dining packages. I'm taking my two children to Disney and was only able to get a two-person reservation at Sci-Fi with the dining package. I know for typical ADRs, adding an extra person when we get there is usually okay. However, two of the three people are small children and we can fit into one car. So we shouldn't, uh, so it shouldn't change the reservation that much. Just wanted to see if you think they would be able to give me three Fantasmic tickets instead of two. And it would just show up with the third person. In the meantime, I'm searching for a three person ADR with Fantasmic, but have been coming up short. Appreciate your thoughts. Thanks, Carrie. I just want to get that out there because I think this is going to be bad news. I think it's going to be bad news too. Yeah. I, so a normal dining reservation. Yeah. A lot of times you can potentially fudge it a little bit. Just, I mean, you know, I, we, we've definitely, I've gone and I've added people, I've subtracted people just based on, you know, when I get there and I'm like, Oh no. Uh, so with a normal one, yeah, sometimes they can work with you with, a phantasmic dining package though that's they have a set number of packages that they sell every single night so i don't think they're going to be able to add any additional people to your reservation and you're not going to be able to get that dining package for that third person so i would either cancel the reservation or dine there by yourself and enjoy the meal, uh, but not have the preferred seating for, you know, Fantasmic. Um, or like you're doing, just keep looking, because I think that that's going to, you know, you never know when it will pop up, because that's kind of nice, too, you know. Even day of, you might you might find something pop up, you know, because I've seen that happen before, too, where I'm looking in the app, you're going, where do I want to eat for dinner tonight? 
And then I'll see something like, you know, a Fantasmic Dining Package pop up for me. And I'm like, huh. I mean, I didn't take it, but, you know, it's just one of those things where you never know. It could pop up the night, the day of, too. But I don't think you're going to be able to add that third person. Actually, I think the guest we had on Monday got a Fantasmic Dining Package day of. So yeah, don't give see. up. But I want to get this in there because I just don't. This is not going to work. I mean, this yeah. 99%, this, this is not happening. So I just want to make sure, and I'm not trying to disappoint you, but I just don't want anybody to get to that point thinking that it would work exactly. and be disappointed there. You know, it's better to have the information ahead of time before you go down and have, have the, you know, just, just be ready to have, to, to make alternate plans. You know, right. I, now's the time to know, no, this is not going to work. So correct. we can hopefully yeah. fix that. So and uh let's see William saying he's gotten candlelight processional uh Donnie see you never know of. i mean like i said it can happen day of um but you know again that's something you can't count on either so you just you never know so um i just keep looking and see if you can find something but i yeah i mean i wouldn't count on them being able to add that third person because i just don't see that happening let me just say real quick i love our live chat that comes and hangs out with us as we record because you guys For do sure. add so much to our podcast because when we can do this show and have you there adding a next layer of information kind of giving us uh, better answers and more thorough answers and just you guys are the best so i appreciate everybody that hangs out with us as we record Facebook, YouTube, all the, all the places. You guys are the best. So thank you for being here. All right. Laura's got a question. If we were to stay a night at a resort with the extended evening hours benefit and then move to another resort, would we get that benefit on our move day? For example, if we stay at a deluxe on a Sunday night, could we take advantage of the extended hours at Epcot on a Monday night? If we're staying at Pop Century on Monday night, does it make a difference if we've completed check-in or not? Thanks, Laura. I get this question all the time. Pam, can you explain that? Yes, I will try. But I will tell you there are some challenges. So um, I'll just give you that. So actually, you are entitled to those benefits on your checkout day um, at the deluxe resort. If you were um, staying at a deluxe resort, even though you're moving to the value resort, you are entitled to the benefit that evening. The challenge really is that they're going to look at your magic mobile account or whatever, um, you know, your magic band or whatever they're going to scan in to access your My Disney Experience account. That's going to show the hotel that you're in right then. So that's going to be the challenge for you is somehow explaining and whatnot. It just, and it, it just is, I will tell you, as a very frequent resort hopper yes i do it often i do it all the time i mean i don't think there's a trip where i'm at one resort the whole time but right. i really do that so that we can have updated information photos videos whatnot i'm you know i'm a giver so it's all about <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Uh, yeah. thanks for taking thanks for taking one for the team pam we appreciate yes. that i know way to I'm go like, pam way to I'm go like, no i can't but it is, it is a challenge. That's the challenging part. Um, and what you may be able to do is show them that you did check out of whatnot, but it is, it is a challenge. It is a challenge. And the thing I would do if I were you is I would visit the concierge desk of your deluxe hotel and see if they can help you out with that. Um, and maybe that will happen. Diane's offering a question. Actually, this is pretty Pretty solid solution. Can you take a screenshot of the previous day's reservation and just show them? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it can't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because they have been, though, 
interesting about that. So I will tell you, I um, went to park at somewhere. We were having breakfast there. And I said, we have a, we have a breakfast reservation at so-and-so and they're like, let me see it. And I actually had taken a screenshot because you know how right there in the moment you're like trying to pull up. stuff up, whatever. And the guy actually said to me, no, I need to see it live in your app. I need to see, I see, need to be able to touch it, it and oh. see it. Because, and, and I know, I and like, I know why, because people are probably making them up, right? People are photoshopping yeah, stuff because again, it's, canceling it's one bad egg. It's yep. screwing everybody up because they're doing stuff like this. That that stuff drives 100%. me nuts. I, it's not Disney's fault, but no. I mean, like common sense should rule the day. What Diane's suggesting here should work, but I get why, because a few bad eggs are making it impossible for common sense to rule the day. That drives yeah. me. Yes, nuts. it does. I know. And people are always trying to avoid the parking fee of all right. things. You would think that most of the time these are annual pass holders. Anyways, if you have that much finesse that, you know, then it's whatever. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm getting like, I'm getting kind of mad in my old days because that stuff drives me nuts. Because the thing is like, seriously, come on. Like, there's rules there. And the thing is like, you know, I understand why it has to be live, but the whole thing is you, you just nailed it. Like I guarantee you that Wi-Fi is going to be sketchy or your cell connection. Isn't going to work right when you're yes. at the shack and there's going to be seven cars behind you. It's going to be like the, know, the right? Drew Brees commercial for sports center where he's trying to get the big old thing <laughs> with the, the goalpost through the thing in Bristol. It's exactly what's going to happen. Like, I get anxiety just thinking about that. Like, I'm trying to be Me proactive. Too. I mean, they even tell you, like, when we go to the Mizzou games, right? They're like, put your tickets in your wallet so they so you don't have to rely, you know, with your Ticketmaster account on, like, Wi-Fi or cell connections. Like, so they're, yeah. you know, they're they're not they're not live. You know, they, they're in your wallet, your Apple wallet. That's exactly I know, but you oh. know sometimes even the wallet doesn't work right. Like, oh, you're like... God. Oh my gosh, I I touched this and now this is up. I need to get back. It's like I know, it is sad and true. So, um I just want Disney to be able to help you. Yes. And so my best advice is to deal with concierge and see what their advice is cuz I I'm telling you, I don't have the right thing because I think I got it all figured out and I'm like, here's my deal and then they're like Oh no, girl, you need one more piece of information. And I'm like, okay, forget it. And I'm not even trying to cheat any system. Right, I'm legit exactly. trying to do it the way I'm supposed to. You're like, I can, can give you, you the names of three people. That are, yeah, I can give you the names of three people that I probably know are cheating the system if I can get in because I'm not. You know, I, I'm, on, <laughs> right. I'm on Disney Twitter. I can give you three suspects right now. But. Right, exactly. I can tell you who's trying to cheat the system. I know, right? I know. It's so bad. And then you, and then I walk away and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad because they think I'm tr I'm making this up yes. and I'm not. And, and Steve's like, Pam, would you just let this go? Like, Dude. they're not even thinking about you after you leave. And I'm like, but I don't want anyone to think I'm But I don't want them to think I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Immediately they let you through and your your picture's hanging on the wall back. Hundred percent. This most, is what I'm picturing. Most wanted. <laughs> Not only that, but I'm like dishonor on your podcast, dishonor <laughs> on your traveling. See, like there's gonna be articles and I'm exactly. Like, They're gonna write stories about you. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we've all seen them. I don't want to yes, be that girl. We have seen them. Trust me. We have. <laughs> I'm trying to do things stories. the right way here. 
But no, this used to happen to me all the time. Like when I was, when I had a dining plan, right? And I'd do a split stay because I'd be like, oh, yes. Because, because I would check in early to the second resort and they're like, yes. you're not on the dining plan. I'm like, well, I still am till midnight. You know, like right. I still get those benefits exactly. until midnight. He's like, no, yes. sir. I'm like, yes, sir. I'm one of you. Yes, I am. I promise you. I am. <laughs> I promise. That's how this works. I know. But anyway. Know. All right. How about last question? That is an easier one. That's not going to get me so fired up. Oh, just, good. Yeah, can please we just don't play? get us kicked yeah. out of anything. Okay. It's, it's almost 2024, people. How about in 2024, we just all play by the rules? Like, and well, it'll you be know an that's easy... not going to happen. Why do we got to so. break the rules? Like, it just it hurts us all. Like, the thing is, like, I... I I can't lie. Like, you know, like people are like, it's just a little white lie. You know, like the guard shack, you know, like you go to the guard shack and like, I can't do it. Like, I just like, I, I feel like they would like, if I tell the lie, the, the gate's going to come slamming down in front of the car, <laughs> behind the car, the SWAT team's going to come out. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I can't. I, I, cause I just feel like I'd be told, like I'd just be ratted out immediately. Like they would know. So can't we just all tell the truth? So we're all on a fair playing field. So we can just all like agree and just play by the same set of rules in 24. Oh, man. Anyway, (laughs) all right. Tracy's got an easy question. Thank thank you, Tracy. Hey, Mike, love your show so much. And the four of you bring me so much joy when I listen. (laughs) Appreciate that. Are we sure we do? <laughs> I don't know. Each of you bring a fun and unique perspective. That is very kind of Tracy to say that. She says, do you know if guests of the Wilderness Lodge can use the zero entry pool at Boulder Ridge? Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. Tracy, Pam, Camley. Oh, yes, they can. And it's a great pool too. It really is. Um, it's a little quieter. There isn't, we always call it the um, Disney um, disco, the Disney afternoon DJ dance party, <laughs> like they rolls out. And I know lots of people love that because their kids are entertained and I totally get it. But this one doesn't usually have that. So that's kind of a bonus for me. But anyways, yeah, you can go over there and check it out. And that's the beauty of staying at some of these locations that have a couple pools. What's funny is when you think about it, all of the uh, value resorts have a couple pools at each of them, but not all of the other resorts do. So um, if you're looking for some pool time, um, go and enjoy, but yeah, enjoy that, that pool, my little quiet oasis, I say. That is a great pool. And actually during, I want to say we, I was down there with, that was that trip I was down there in August of 20 like during like the heart of COVID, right? Right after the parks had just reopened. And I think the Magic Kingdom closed at six. It was like 5.30 or so. It was still light outside. We had the last ADR at Liberty Tree. And like we took our time leaving. We got some amazing pictures. We're the last ones out of the Magic Kingdom. And Scott was staying at Wilderness Lodge or Boulder Ridge or something. And we, so I think they closed the main pool, but they left that one open over Boulder Ridge. And we had just an awesome night swimming over there. Like it was just, it, that is a great pool actually. It is. It's it got really like a is. water tower or something, doesn't it? Like a feature kind of thing. It's got like a, looks like kind of, kind of like Riverside's pool. Yeah, it's a, it is like, it's a little like waterfall-esque. Yeah. I don't want to describe it as a waterfall because it's sort of a water trickle, but um, it is really, it's pretty. And the I love that they have the Wilderness Lodge music playing there oh, so because good. I think, right, that music there, I Dances think as much as wolves. any of the resorts. Yeah, yes. It's so good. Two so socks. Good. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. Ricky, do you like Dances with Wolves? 
I'm asking you a know, movie question right now. That you is know, a you good. Know, you know I've never seen that movie, right? Oh, dude, I've seen a movie Ricky hasn't seen. <laughs> Dances with Wolves is so good. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've never seen that. Oh, movie, so. Pam, have you seen I'm, it? You're, you're kind of looking like you haven't seen it. So you don't like it. Yeah. Are you ready? There's a story. Oh no. Okay. Well, we got a couple minutes, so let's let's dig in here. Dances with uh, Pam story. Out. This is not putting me in the best light, but I'll share it with my podcast friends here. Okay. Okay. So when this movie had come out, or at some point, you know, Steve says, "Oh, Dances with Wolves." You know, it's such a fantastic movie. We've got to see that. And there are certain styles of movies that I have to be in the mood for, right? Like he yeah. loves like war movies and things like that. He loves Private Ryan, <laughs> right? And all that. And I have to be in the mood for it. And at certain times I am like, I enjoy it. Like it's uh, saving Private Ryan is a spectacular story, but I have to be in the mood with it. And I knew Dances with Wolves was going to be one of those things. I wanted to be in the mood for it. Well, he kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me about seeing Dances with Wolves. <laughs> and at one point I'm like, oh, you need to stop with the dances with whoops thing, like really and truly. And he did not. So there was a little, he dug in his heels. There's a little, I dug in my uh -oh. heels. And finally I'm like, you know what? I don't want to see dances with whoops tonight. And I actually don't want to see it ever now because oh, no. like, I'm done. So <laughs> he, we always call it like that this is like a dances with wolves kind of moment he's oh like i'm not trying to have this be all dances with wolves like if he's <laughs> bugging me and bugging me and bugging me about something like he, so this is our ongoing joke and to this day i still have not seen yes okay got wolves. it got it i love it i love it I, I, I want to mark amazing. it down. I have seen a, a movie that neither one of you have seen. <laughs> right. I've seen it. I've yes. seen it many. You will have Steve on for your dance. Yes, with the you will definitely have Steve. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. it many, many times over, and I love. I mean, because it's such an interesting story of of the history of the, the Lakota Sioux. Like you know, it's a tragic story. You know, it's a terrible story, but. Also, the, the cinematography, like just to imagine what our country looked like back then. How, yeah, I mean, because and also those buffalo, the Tatanka, the buffalo. See, you guys haven't seen it, so you don't even get my moves. <laughs> Tatanka, I'm doing Tatanka. Tatanka is the Lakota Sioux name for buffalo. They were from uh, a place right here in St. Louis, uh, out by Six Flags, uh, the the Lone Elk Park. They got some of the buffalo from there that they used in the filming of the movie. So right there is the connection, yeah, because we have this we have this buffalo reserve right near our house. Ricky, you probably didn't even know that. Tatanka. I had no idea there was a buffalo reserve. Anywhere. You've never been to Lone Elk Park. You no. drive through, dude, there's buffalo and moose. You can just I go through in my Jeep sometimes, and there's I've buffalo been, I've wandering. I've been past Jellystone National no, Park. No, it's before that. It's before you get to Six Flags off 44. Oh, my god! Right off of 109. Funny. Anyway, nope. we got to get out of here. So that's, uh, <laughs> that that's story time turn. with the BOGP today. So there we go. <laughs> All right, we are going to be back on Friday show, and we are going to do a show where we become the CEO of the Disney company for a day. And we get to make three changes. This is a suggestion by listener, Chris, and we appreciate it so much. We can make an instant low cost change right there. We're in the parks, just walking around the parks for the day, checking out everything going on real quick thing. We're going to do that. We're going to make a moderate change to the parks. This is all about the theme parks. And then one blockbuster change to the parks. What would we do as CEO to improve our experiences in the theme parks? So Friday, 
hear our suggestions with that. And then we'll talk about that on Sunday night's live show. Scott's going to not be there because he's going to be on a jet plane out West way, way West headed to Hawaii. I'm going to be there. So I'm going to need you to call in on Sunday night at seven o'clock Eastern six o'clock central. We didn't have the show this last Sunday night. Mallory had cheer. So we're going to have a good time together. Me and you lots of questions, lots of Disney talk. We'll continue the show with you on Sunday night. So be there, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll have a good time on that. And always, don't forget these podcasts brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. So come on over. We'd love to help you plan your next getaway, whether it's down to Walt Disney World, out to Disneyland, sailing with the Disney Cruise Line, or seeing the world with Adventures by Disney. We're going to give you first-class service every time at no additional cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. I believe this week is Prime Days. So if you're going to take advantage of that, help us out at the same time. Just click through the link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who support us each and every month. $5 a month for all these shows. We think that is a pretty good deal. And you get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So coming over this week, we'd uh, love to have your support. Uh, be our uh, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky follow on the social media at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I and I-B-S. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T, Pam. And I'm at be our guest Mike. Twitter slash X, uh, Instagram and threads. We'll see you over there. All right, we're going to jump out of here. Tomorrow on the feed, you're going to get our two and a half ish of the six hour live show from give kids the world. So stay tuned for that. That was a, that was fun. I mean, it was kind of, I tried to explain it in the the summary. It was just all over the place. Uh, it was like BOGP unplugged. We talked about all kinds of stuff. So we hung out, we talked about stuff that we were auctioning off. We talked about just current events happening. Cause D 23 had just announced some changes to the theme parks. We mm-hmm. talked about that. Um, we just had a good time talking about all kinds of stuff. So if you enjoy the show, I think you're going to really enjoy uh, tomorrow's podcast on the feed. So grab that and enjoy that until Friday. All right, we'll be back again on Friday with a great show. So until then, have a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.